Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Got another hot episode today. Literally hot. We're uh, live from Jared's Apartments in San Antonio, Texas. It is a cool, crisp 106 degrees there today. <laughs> As always, though, we've got some sponsors who pay for this whole stink wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, I'm talking about Black Rifle Coffee. Dot com. Wanna wanna give them a huge shout out. Uh not only because they're my best friends who obviously own it, but uh they're doing so much cool shit that I actually got to go to the Stanley Cup finals and uh and do a show live from there, uh which you guys heard last week. But uh I am personally here to tell you that uh it was one of the best times of all time. And uh that's how far Black Rifle Coffee is going these days. They're doing UFC, they're doing NHL. Uh, they're they're moving into NASCAR. Uh, they've been in the space for a little while. Um, you're gonna see them popping up everywhere, man. And uh, we're we're kindly reaping the benefits us as friends. And uh, shout out to the boys for the tickets. It was fucking incredible. Um, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast to order coffee. You can get that shit uh, straight, fresh from the warehouse, uh, delivered to you in a, in a couple days. They got uh, K-Cups. They got bags. It is 100% made in-house. They're not rebagging shit. So they're not buying beans uh, and then slapping a label on it from some other shitty brand and then shipping it out. So it's all fresh, kids. It's 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 the best in the biz. I recommend the Just Black or the Caffeinated as Fuck. Uh, and as always, that Coffee Club or the Month Club, that will save you some big dollars. Uh, the difference is about you know five bucks from going to Costco and getting a box every month. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, their apparel is also second to none. I got a bunch of new tees and hats on the site. Check out BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one-time promo code of Drinking Bros for 20% off. Use it on that club, man. That's that's where the real savings are. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. They're, they're OGs. They're our, they're our day one homies. Uh, we're still with them. We're riding, we're riding or dying with them all the way through 2018. Uh, love those guys, man. They, they they make the premier energy drink in the biz, and that that's not a lie. They got four amazing flavors. They got original. They got lemon. They got orange. They got Make America Grape Again. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch full of energy that you rip open and squeeze into any liquid available. Um, and it goes great with, with, with liquor, kids. Uh, the the orange crush is what everybody was drinking last time we had it. Uh, we had, did an event in in Jacksonville, Florida. Everybody was having the orange crunch, which, which was their uh, orange crush, which was their uh, orange flavor mixed with vodka and tonic uh, or soda water, and it was delightful either way. Uh, big fan of those guys. Big fan of uh, Bruce Schley and, and Sean Match and, and the boys. Um, go and buy their shit. They got a 10-pack, 40-pack, or a 750-milliliter bottle. They ship everywhere in the entire world. And uh, with the promo code Drinking Bros, it's always 20% off every single time. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, next up, we got we got my book, uh, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. Whew. We're, we're less than uh, 60 days out, kids, from uh, the sequel of this century. It's a sequel to A Night's Crabs While He Rides His Steed. Funniest book of all time. 
Look, the uh, the pre-sales really, really fucking help. Um, trying to get on the New York Times bestseller list. I know we've talked about this before. It takes about 7,000 copies to get on there. And the best shot you have is through pre-sales because all of those count for the, for the first week. After the first week, the, the bestseller list, it turns over. And so you have to reach that 7,000 on another week. You also have to, to reach it in one avenue, one particular avenue. Uh, and it's, it's typically hardback. So the hardback is available now. Um, please, please go out and pre-order it. I'm only 2,600 copies away from, uh, from being on the list. And it would mean the world to me if, if you could go out and support and just buy the book. It's the funniest goddamn book ever. If you thought at night she cries while he rides the steed is crazy, buckle the fuck up. Because when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it is just pure fucking utter insanity. I can promise you that. Uh, next up, we've got ghostbed.com. <laughs> Sleep so good, it's scary. Man, do I love the ghostbed.com, especially during these, these hot summer months. They got a new cooling mattress. Has about fifteen degrees, de- de- uh, fifteen degrees cooler than the rest of uh, the house. Um, they've also got some new cooling sheets that that keep you cool as well. These guys are always working to innovate and and make new cool shit. Um, they've also got a Craftmatic adjustable bed that is theirs. They got a patent on it. Uh, it that, that one also, along with the mattress, ships right to your house. You just pull it out of the box and use it. No assembly. Required. It's got like USB ports, flashlights, everything, like all the cool shit you need for for today's world. And uh, those guys are really fucking doing it there. Their discounts that they're offering are are actually the the, the best ever, like on the show in the show's history. So for Drinking Bros, if you go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros, just for their classic mattress, you're getting a hundred dollars off a mattress and two free pillows. Um, if you're ordering the bundle package, you're getting like 400, they're giving away $400 off, which is fucking insanity. And, uh, the best part about it is you you don't have to just buy it at once. They have a pay as you go program, which is great. Uh, and again, no assembly required kids. They ship the mattress and all that shit to your house and boom, pop it open. You're ready to go. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros or use the promo code drinking bros to get all the best deals there. Uh, we all have these fucking beds, and we love them. They're they're amazing. All right, next up, we got Grill Your Ass Off. Oh, yeah. Ass-eating season's over, kids. It's time. It's time for grilling season. A lot of you guys in, in Drinking Bros on Facebook, on our private Facebook page. Uh, if you don't know about the pa- Facebook page, sign up for it. But everybody in, uh, in Drinking Bros has been posting their grilling pictures with Grill Your Ass Off. Yes, it is that good. Uh, crispy. Um, also has his own signature flavor there, which is a nice habanero um, that, that Crispy uses. And uh, their new beef jerky that they have there is the best in the land. This is a veteran-owned company, and uh, the beef jerky is 100% American USDA. I've been eating the shit out of this. It's, they've got four flavors, uh, sweet and spicy, cowboy, original, and uh, one more, I can't think of off the top of my dome, but it doesn't matter because I'm I'm gunning through bags of this shit. Um, I man, it, it, it's my it's my favorite jerky that I've ever had, which is crazy. Uh, that that is actually no lie whatsoever. Uh, I eat this shit all day long, so much so that I just keep ordering it, which is a problem. But the good news is the four pack is only twenty five bucks, and uh, I literally can't recommend it enough. Try that fucking jerky; it keeps selling out, and they keep going back and. And dumping in more orders. I, I told the dudes, I was just like, yo, just 
just stack a warehouse because everybody's going to buy it once they try it. Uh, go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for 15% off of that. Um, if you look, if you're buying, you know, grilling stuff for the for the uh, the summer, might as well do it from a company that's veteran owned, man. And they're just fucking dude. They're just cool fucking dudes, man. I love them. Uh, their Instagram's rad too. It's like meat porn. Go and check it out. Uh, next up, we've got grenadesoap.com incoming. Uh, look, kids, you're gonna be you're gonna be scrubbing your ball sack and or dick area all summer long. It's swampy. Again, I talk about ass eating scenes and being over. It, it's over because it's so hot. It's it's swampy out there. You're gonna need to clean yourself. You're gonna need to clean your your genital region uh, more more than usual to get rid of that that swampy scent. Go to grenadesoap.com. Get your, just get a bar of soap. Um, the fucking shit's only like eight bucks and lasts forever. Um, and it's got it's got real gunpowder in it, so you know it's good. And they've also got that shit mitten, that taint scrubber. Uh, in case you don't want to get that dirty bar of soap, uh, you can you can scrub up. And I highly recommend it. Uh, Tis the season. They've got a bunch of awesome bath products for men. And uh, again, another veteran-owned company. And uh, they're great. Go to grenadesoap.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off there. Uh, and last but not least, they're new to the show. Uh, talking about Kimber, Kimber Firearms. Uh, whew, they are sexy. Look, we had we had Sig on for for a while. They're fucking fantastic. And then Kimber was like, "Dude, can we get in on the action?" We're like, "Absolutely." Uh, we have a non compete clause with people, so we're 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 taking it month by month and seeing how it's going. Um, look, but both firearms are, are equally amazing, and uh, we're super super stoked to have Kimber on board. Um, they're going to be with us for a while, and uh, you can go to Kimber.com, check out all of all of their uh, their firearms, and uh, their 1911s are fucking dope, man. Um, big, big fan of those guys. I'd, I'd love to have them on the show, too. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated uh, on how you're able to make weaponry that nice um, and that amazing for, for the masses. Uh, big, we're all big fans of Kimber, and we're, we're stoked to have them. And uh, with that, let's hop into the show. Shall we, kids? Live from Jared's apartment in San Antoine. What a sunny day today. Is it sunny sunny in San Antonio today? It's sunny. It's hot as Hades in San Antonio. Yeah, right I got now. a nice view of a crane out my window. Yeah. Look at that. I, I feel like yeah. you guys tell me your opinion on this. I feel like we we skipped spring this year all the way around. Just went from a hard winter to a harsh summer. I would agree with that. Well, we did because we went from Salt Lake, which it's still winter until fucking April there anyway. Yeah. And then we came here. So we went winter to summer. Yeah, yeah, well, even look, even in Wilmington, I, I felt like it was maybe seventy for for two days, and today's like ninety six degrees. So, ouch! I, I don't know what happens. Um, I also don't know what happened. You got that ocean. You got that ocean air to cool you down. Well, there, yeah, mm. now I do. Um, but uh, I, I don't <laughs> I, look. I, I don't know what happened there, and I don't know what happened with Starbucks. It, do you mind if I hop into their their racial bias training? I know this was yeah, unscripted, hop. but you got to hop in. I'd love to talk about this right off the get. I get a call when we were in Vegas over the week, Evan, 
And my wife was talking about how they shut down 8,000 Starbucks stores across the nation for racial bias training. Right. They did not shut down the one in Wilmington. Um, they, they did not shut down the one in Vegas inside the New York, New York hotel. Cause after she called, I checked on it and I was like, all right, great. So if you're not shutting down every store in America, are you just picking stores that you think like racial shit goes on? And isn't that racial for assuming that those stores in those certain areas are the ones that are going through that shit? That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they're just choosing it based on profit. So they're like, oh, well, at least we can afford these 8,000. Let's 000. shut down the most 8,000 most underperforming stores. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll keep these other ones afloat, dog. Yeah. So here, here's where this story gets worse, by the way. Uh, a couple of the employees who were inside the Starbucks for the racial training day who actually had to go through it, they made them um, write down like their personal feelings and if they've ever been involved in something uh, where racism was involved. They also made them watch police brutality videos where white cops were attacking <laughs> black people. Um, what? To, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> to make this even worse, they made the, the uh, African-American or, or black employees sit there with the white employees and watch this. The black employees afterwards were... were Across the board saying, man, we felt real fucking uncomfortable because this went on for four hours straight. Oh, wow. <laughs> this, 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 you reminds, know this, this reminds good, me this reminds me of an episode of The Office, right? It's like, <laughs> we're, you know, Michael is up at the top and he's like, all right. The sexual so, harassment yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like you're trying as hard as you as hard as you can. But it's like, all right, guys. I've got an image of the, uh, okay, what did, what did he start? I remember this so well. He was starting it out saying, I've got an image. There's a convicted felon with, you know, a saggy pants and a do-rag and all this stuff. And then he's like, you're wrong. He's not black. And it's, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's exactly the way that I no, see that going No, you know what this down. is? Like, because I've noticed it in the last two years, there's been a, a, a kind of booming industry in people creating these these training modules these sensitivity training modules yeah this is some con artist that just was God. like oh no i have the the best racial sensitivity training module that i've created and it's literally just i'm just going to show them videos of white cops beating the shit out of black guys yeah. <laughs> somebody had to approve that though there's a, there's like a, a group of white guys that just walked out of like whole foods playing the fucking banjo with like their dockers tucked in and their fucking penny loafers going God you know what? Nailed it, Dan. I'll tell you what. That that's a damn <laughs> that good training. Pitch. That training really trained oh. changed my outlook. Trained the and shit out of those really, guys. Really, it was the whole incident sparked from what? Them calling the cops on two guys that were sitting in the restaurant or trying to it, use the bathroom. It was, it was one location. I, I mean, you know, it was one location. It's like when you have, I think it's something like twelve thousand stores nationally. It would be very, very difficult. To not have one of them? I mean, just statistically speaking, and you're how a, many you're idiots per 100? Minimum, minimum wage employees. Yeah, like, I mean... These people are not... <laughs> but, but how many idiots per 100 are there in the United States? Fucking okay, right. But that's what uh, I'm saying. I mean, you're, 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 really, you're really working against the power curve here. And when you got 12,000 stores... 
Eventually, I, I'm I'm surprised they haven't gotten into you know deeper hot water. To be honest with you, I'm mean, just law. Yeah, but they do, they did the same thing to a cop. They wouldn't let a cop use the bathroom, and nobody cared. Yeah, I I think that they they were trying to enforce, and that's kind of like, and I'm not defending anybody. I'm just saying like they're just trying to enforce these black and white regulations. And there's idiots that can't, they don't understand. There's a gray area in between. They're like, well, if you you gotta buy a cup of coffee, that's our. them's the rules bro you know you gotta buy a cup of coffee and the cop's like dude i gotta use the bathroom nope you gotta pay gotta pay to play it's like (laughs) uh, i don't know you might want those guys to respond fast yeah you know i i've always just said the contrary like all right then i'll just do it right here yeah oh that's cool you take your pick i'm going right here i'm going in there and i like to masturbate when i shit so this is gonna be (laughs) this is gonna be awkward (laughs) this is gonna be awkward <laughs> this is going to be one of those times where I'm going to be there for a little while, my man. <laughs> it's going to take a while. This is going to take a while. Can you get me some rubber gloves? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You, you there, you small Hispanic hairless male, I need you to look at me over your left shoulder. I want you there to stare you me in the Just eyes keep and looking. call me names. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, before we went on air, you sent me a picture of a masturbation tent for... Public use. No, it's a it's a private it's a privacy screen to masturbate in public. Yeah, right. Is that real? Start... Is that real? Uh, I no, I think no. it was Photoshop, but because yeah. it's a it's a uh, individual like sweat. I I don't know what you'd call it. Not a sweat lodge, but like a sweat tent. Sweat tent. And uh, but they just changed the the header. The title. On it. I laughed for they a really thousand years. Those. They really do need those in airports, though. I, oh, yeah. There's I a lot of homeless people jacking off in public these days. <laughs> well, but I'm I'm more concerned with equal opportunity. If if women can breastfeed and have their own, you know, breastfeeding tents in airports, I want my own masturbation place. Uh, no, it's a milking tent. Well, okay. A milking <laughs> tent. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be it's rad? Evan's brand mm-hmm. milking, public milking tent. <laughs> your, your public milking station. Because <laughs> you could use it for whatever. Yeah. You can milk anything. Yeah, you can milk anything. Oh, I got to take my goat in there. You know, I don't want to offend you know, people. You know, Ross, I want to tell Evan about the commercial that I, I want you to film. Oh, uh, the, the, get, the get commercial, the GIT? Yeah. T- tell Evan. So, so Ross has a green screen getting put in next week. And the first thing that he's filming is a Drinking Bros podcast commercial. But he's doing a full infomercial as Dale, the guy that sings the fucked up Christmas yeah. music. And he's advertising the Git, which is the gerbil infiltration tube. Right. So he does a whole infomercial on a, ger- so on, a on a tube to put gerbils in your ass. Yeah. Like and he's and it's like call now and get a second Git free. And if you and if you call within the next fifteen minutes, you get the capping the the capping package that lets you turn your Git into a water bottle. <laughs> 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 and at, at the end of it, the slogan is the tagline is "Go on, get," you know. Um, <laughs> the old oh, gerbil man. infiltration tube. I look. I was curious about the Richard Gear thing when it came out, Jared. Um, yeah. So I studied up on that world for a little bit for 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 a, a script that never came to fruition. Do you know that they were putting gerbils and hamsters inside balloons and then putting them in the freezer to the point where they would almost die, and then that's when you put it in your ass so that they scratch back to life inside the balloon in your asshole? What? Yeah. Why is that a thing? 
I don't know. I don't I mean, know, I, man. I but imagine like a vibrating dildo feels better than a fucking hamster scratching your rectum. Two, you have a hamster. You have a thing that like can scratch and shit. <laughs> I don't know. Shit do you think it? Do you think it? Do you think it's some sort of like birthing fetish? Like they really want to see it come back out, like and it's alive. I, I really haven't spent a lot of time thinking about that. I did. I, I did. I did a whole fucking, like, there was a, there was a good two hours I put into this before writing this fucking thing that, that never got made. But um, what the sensation was sexually was when the hamster comes back to life, it starts to scratch at your, like, the, the walls inside your asshole, and that's how you get off faster. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh God. So it's simulating, oh. you know, like a finger or a, a a dildo or something like that. But it's a live fucking hamster, and then you get off on that of of whether or not it's gonna live. What would you do? What would you do if you were just like chilling on the couch, like watching TV, and your buddy just rolled in, drops his pants, and squeezes two hamsters out right in front of you? That would be the most. <laughs> Are they dead Epic or alive? Prank. He's like, no, too, completely alive. He's like, got you, and then runs away. <laughs> I don't think we'd be friends anymore. <laughs> I think that I think that would be the end of my my friendship. Really? How do you break that to him? I, I don't. I think that's an Irish goodbye type scenario. <laughs> <laughs> you just birthed two hamsters on my floor on a pizza box. Like you bring an empty yeah. pizza box. Oh, he like, puts the pizza box down and then does. You're it. the yeah. only friend that I have with that would even consider something like that. So quite literally, I just have to tell you that would be the end of our friendship. <laughs> that would be the end of our friendship. You know I wouldn't do that. I know, but you're the only person that I have in my life that might consider it a, a good joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Like out of all of our friends, I would say Jared would do that, and I would say what well, it wasn't in a gay way. It would just be about the joke itself, where it's like, <laughs> I, I got you, motherfuckers. I got nah, you. Jack Mandeville. Jack yeah. Mandeville. Yeah, okay. but you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't cancel your friendship with Jack if he did that. It's almost expected. That's true. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, you're right. right. That that would be that would like I I'm really a little bit depressed that he's that he hasn't done it like, yet. Like honestly, he would after the both gerbils dropped onto the pizza box, he'd just look at you and go, Hey man, you got any chips? Yeah. <laughs> hey dog, I'm gonna put these in the trigger. You, you want one? No. <laughs> no. I'm good. I'm good. Or, or what if he what if it was all about the transport? Like it wasn't he no, no, I needed to fly with these i didn't want to check them yeah Ooh. my niece needed these out of the house this is uh rocky and rambo <laughs> just decided to instead of putting them in a cage you know what i say i'm basically a marsupial once you put something live in my ass <laughs> can you travel oh with God. hamsters on planes or do you have to check them what's the rules on that i don't know i, I, I not, I not would, something i've investigated i either. would i would greatly judge somebody that was traveling with a freaking hamster <laughs> I would too, wow. but I, I think you could register register them as uh, therapy hamsters. Yeah, what if, what if it's your therapy hamster? Could you imagine <laughs> just sitting next to somebody on a plane and they're talking and playing with a fucking hamster? Like, <laughs> just, oh, hi Skittles, hi Skittles, and kissing oh, it, Skittle, kissing, kissing it, it, like, it like just sticking their tongue in its mouth, smells like a cage. God, <laughs> I had I had two hamsters when I was a kid. Their their names were Rocky and Rambo. Really? That's what, that's what I named him. My dog's yeah. name was Rambo. Yeah, uh, we went on vacation, and they were no longer in my room after that. I don't know what exactly happened to them. 
It was it was be... it was it cremation or did you guys bury them like in a box or how how was the the funeral? My, my, my dad's an old school guy, man. He he, uh, you know, things would just kind of not be there anymore. They'd just be, <laughs> you know, he would rendition them. <laughs> it's just like there's a clean counter with just It'd a be note. So much more you know? funny if he had them like taxidermied, like stuffed and mounted on your. My room. dad's not that creative. <laughs> like, he, he's this is the type of creative he is. I would come home and be like, "Hey, where are my hamsters?" And he'd go, "What hamsters?" That's how creative he is. <laughs> 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 you didn't never had any hamsters that I knew of. What you talking about? <laughs> I've never seen him. He starts p- yeah. taking the pictures off the walls of your hamsters. Yeah. Get outside and mow the lawn. As he's just like, yeah, just lifting the photos yeah, up. Like, yeah. I don't know what hamsters yeah. you're talking about. Just Get outside and mow the lawn, boy. <laughs> Take your shoes off. Oh, there was it a Makes video. it more dangerous. <laughs> Speaking of danger, Evan, I was wearing the Black Rifle Coffee shirts uh, in the airport on the way back from, from Vegas. Somebody stopped me and was like, hey, man, I'm a big fan of Black Rifle Coffee. I fucking love those guys. And then he goes, is everything okay with Evan? And I was like, I, what do you mean? Yeah, Evan's fine. And he goes, he's not like dying or anything? And I'm like, no, why, why would you ask that? And he goes, I don't know, man. I follow, I follow him on Instagram. And it seems like he's just living out his own bucket list. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. Like when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you're right. Just in the week, the last week, you've been yeah. to the Indy 500. You've been to the Stanley Cup finals. What, a month yeah. before that, you were the Daytona 500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I'm not sports guy, so don't please, you know, I, I don't take offense to this because uh, I'm very appreciative of the fact that I get invites to these things and I want to go, uh, but I'm not, I'm not a big sports fan, so it's it's really kind of wasted on me. I think we talked about it at the Stanley Cup. I feel bad. I'm like somebody should take this spot, but uh, you know, we sponsored the Golden Knights, so we had two great tickets. Um, so I got to, to go to the Stanley Cup and I figured, you know, you can't really waste that opportunity because when when's the next time you're, it's going to roll around that you're going to get two tickets to the Stanley Cup? Yeah. Um, the uh, Daytona was business development and the Indy, uh, the Indy 500 was business development. So uh, and, and that's not me, you know, oh, it's just biz dev. Uh, we actually had meetings there. We had a, I had a lot of people that I had to you know, shake hands with and kind of do some possible structure with as far as structuring deals. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a fucking asshole. I'm just saying like, yeah, man, I, we're just out there for business. And, you know, racing is, is it's something that I think is, is pretty fucking cool. Um, if you were in the car, it would be way fucking cooler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's definitely not lost on me. Like I'm very appreciative of it. Just the opportunity to go and do something like that. So, you know, regardless of what my feelings are, I always take those, take those opportunities and try to get the most out of them because I know there'd be a ton of guys that would literally fucking cut their nuts off to be in the pits at Indy, at the Indy 500. And yeah. I'm like, all right, so what are you guys doing? Just changing the tires? That yeah, seems, why are you guys going here? so fast? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what, what's the hurry, man? The track's fucking round. You guys aren't going anywhere. Yeah, I, I was in the Atlanta airport when I was stopped. And, I, dude, I was dying laughing because I was like, man, I'm trying to piece it together. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, you're right. And he goes, man, he's just doing it. You know, it's, he must have cancer. So I was like, no, no, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> Black Rifle's just doing a lot of cool shit these days. 
Um, let me ask you, gun to head, out of all the all the events you got to go to, what, what was your favorite so far? Stanley, yeah, for sure. Same. I, it's super. It's super fast paced. I mean, you were there. the The fucking game was amazing. Uh, it it was so uh, the the entire crowd, everything about the stadium was was electric. Basically, they are all for that. Oh that, shit, that man. sport. And it and it and it and it. I I haven't watched a lot of hockey prior to this, so I could really get into the game. It's it's right there. You can see the entire context of it. You know what's going on. Uh, whereas in racing, when you've got the track, it goes you know around, and the cars are pitting. Quiet it's, away. It's, 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 it's super. It's I don't understand it. I still don't understand. How well, there's NASCAR, cars that are laps behind like what, too, so you don't what know is the strategy. Yeah. yeah, behind NASCAR, I don't know. I, I I thought NASCAR for just from. You know, my two cents, uh, I would I would rank them like this. Hockey, NASCAR, Indy. Uh, and I can see how Indy is, is incredibly fascinating. Like, there's a lot of cool shit that goes on there. But NASCAR was, you could see the entire track from the stadium. So that was cool. Uh, and it was, it, it just seemed like there was a lot more going on. The fans were silent. Remember At NASCAR? That? Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, like, yeah. they started the race, the entire audience was just dead silent, so yeah. into what was going on. It was, it was, it was incredible, man. Like, the, the NASCAR was, was fucking incredible. I just thought it was, it was, it was a really cool event. Uh, but Stanley Cup was, fuck, you know, that was just incredible. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a blast. I get to go, uh, again, thanks to Black Rifle Coffee. I, I got to go. I took Derek Wida. What I, 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 I've never spent, you know, like a whole five, six hours of just partying with Derek Wida. He said he served with, with you and Dan, Jared. Is that true? Yes. That's how we know him. Fuck. I had no idea, man. I just thought it was, you guys were all just cool people who met, you know, after the fact. I did, I had no idea you guys all served together. No, yeah. I was. Watching the feeds the night he got shot. Yeah, I had aircraft overhead while they were conducting a, a hard knock. No shit. And then that's that's what happened is right when Matt and I started making videos, it was it was after that fall, after Christmas, Derek just asked if he could come visit. Like, he was like, oh, it looks like you guys are having fun. Can I come hang out? And I was like, absolutely. So he rolled out, and that's when we filmed those first videos with Derek. No shit, dude. He's a fucking yeah. blast to hang with, and uh, we were chatting yeah. about his his wife is pregnant. If you've been following on his Instagram yes. or following oh, online, yeah. um, yep. Uh, so we want to we want to send him a congratulations. That's that's fucking amazing. Going he's through, been waiting for that for a while. Oh boy, going yeah. through all that shit because he ta- he was talking to me yeah. about it at the hockey game, and um, he was just like, man, it's like twenty thousand dollars too to go and do that wow, shit, and then man. you know she's getting shots. Uh, it's got to be at a certain time every day and all this other shit. And luckily it worked, but, uh, man, I would love to have him back on the show to, to talk about that process. Cause that, that sounds awful. I, I haven't gone through anything like that. I don't know if you have Evan, but, you, uh, you know, you, you've not been injected before trying to get yourself pregnant or was that what you're talking about? Both. I've never inje- practiced. I, yeah. I've never injected anything into myself. I can't, I'm, I, I've got a weird thing with needles. I can get tattoos, I can't inject myself with anything. What about a finger? Yeah, I can take a. Fi- that's, yeah. that, I can take oh, yeah. a finger to the ass, no problem. And I think I no st- problem. I did, yeah. I, I did give uh, get some blood drawn maybe two weeks ago, and um, I she was like, "There's no way, you know, with 
having a tattoo and all this other shit that you're afraid of needles. And I was like, no, it's not that. I would take a finger to the ass, like, instead of getting a, a, a right. needle, you know, like, and I'm not I gay. I said that to your nurse. I did. I used to teach privates how to give me IVs or how to give IVs, and I'd, I'd basically just use me. And I'd be like, <laughs> all right, now we're going to start here. We're going to start, you know. Digging around. Digging around. And they would, man. They would fucking just be dig. jamming that needle in, like, perpendicular to the fucking blan- to the vein, and you're like, Dude, that is a right angle. No vein runs at a fucking right but angle. You're fair, not you're not skewering a fucking sausage that's here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were we were out at at uh, Robin Sage, and I was like doing that, and then eventually I just let them all go to work on each other. And oh my god, it was a fucking bloodbath. It was so much fun to watch. These <laughs> <laughs> fucking this fucking idiots, just like. And I mean, I'm not saying the dude. Yeah, it's like, it looked like a fucking pin cushion. Just like dudes bleeding all over the place and screaming and passing out. And I'm just like, this is so fucking. Awesome. <laughs> this is my heaven. This is this my is heaven. my heaven. My wife. My wife was like, she said that this morning. I was saying something to her, and she's like. Why do you enjoy watching people get so frustrated? And I was like, I don't know. It's just the just just <laughs> the part of me that makes me me, honey, you know? Like it's just the part of me that makes me me. <laughs> Lucky you. And eventually one day we need to hire somebody that is is a very, you know, zero to one hundred, like gets angry quick and he doesn't know, but his whole job and tests we have rigged to just fuck up to, so we can watch him get upset. Oh, God. <laughs> God. It's the best entertainment just, ever. <laughs> like, everything that he's doing is rigged to yeah. just to, to, to become we, a fucking mess. Like, <laughs> we've often thought oh, about boy. that to the point where, where we, we really wanted to do this. We, we've run into some guys that are... They're not only incompetent at business, but they're like, <laughs> they're they, whatever the, the the level below incompetency is. That's where they are. Like, they're they're just kind of they're bad. They're bad idea fairies. Fanatically, so like super dumb. super bad ideas. Very very you know dumb. Like like just in the fucking baseline sense. Well, and we're not rocket surgeons over here. We're 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 if we're calling that somebody dumb, that means like they're. They're borderline retarded. Like they got <laughs> mental problems. Like maybe they've been hit a few times, a few times too hard. I don't know. But we 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 talked about doing was this reality show where we would where we would try to fund the two biggest idiots that we know with with like what 50, was it? We said yeah, fifty like grand. Fifty grand, and it's like you all, guys are a new startup. Yeah, like come up with your business. <laughs> you got three months. Yeah. Oh, come that would be a great business. reality show. <laughs> and all you have to have is one dollar at the end of that yeah, time that's frame. It. That's dollar. it. <laughs> but it would and be, no debt. And, and no yeah, debt. Yeah, no debt and one dollar and you win. Like that's that is fucking it. There was one guy that we ran into a few years ago and uh I, I, I can't tell you his name, but uh fuck, this guy was such a soup sandwich, man. God, he was just the the biggest bag of it, shit. It went so deep as to he was selling parts of a company he didn't own yeah. to people. Oh my god! <laughs> like <laughs> I got the patent. Don't worry, <laughs> you know. And you know. And then like you'd read the you'd read the re- the the business registration, and it was just almost 
You know, like he had spelled like Silencer Co. with like two eyes or something in it. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to give you a great deal on Silencer Co. What do you think? <laughs> it's like, that doesn't say Silencer Co. <laughs> that says Silencer Co. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, that'd be a great reality show. I'd fucking love that. <laughs> well, I remember the phone call. Somebody was like, uh, you know, well, I had I had bought part of the business and we were like, but he doesn't own that business. He doesn't own that. How did how did you buy it when he doesn't own it? Like, <laughs> well, he told me he did. I go, ooh. <laughs> Definitely. Don't and know it, don't know what happened to that money. <laughs> I just got an email. I just got an email from a guy like a few weeks ago. Same kind of thing. Because he had called me. It's like, what do you think about this guy? And I was like, uh, not even a 10-foot pole, but brother, I wouldn't even be like a quarter-mile radius of that dude. And uh, he's like, okay, yeah, but you know what? I, I'm I'm pretty experienced when it comes to these things. I'm like, oh, you do you. You know, like, I, I'm not telling you not to. I'm not telling you to. I'm just telling, like, that's just my own opinion. He emailed me like two weeks ago. He's like, yeah, he went black with about 30 grand. I haven't spoken to him for like six months. We sent out private investigators to try to find him. We're not sure if he's in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're missing the point here. Let's take this a step, a step, like 10 steps further. Let's create a beautiful backstory with him yeah. as being a nuclear physicist, and then let's hand him over to the Iranians or the North Koreans oh. to run their nuclear program. Yeah. But let's convince him that he can do that as well. Because he's Cause a salesman. That would, that would be the entertainment right there, is seeing him run a country's nuclear program. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's the reality that's show that's the reality show <laughs> well, I'm sure, it would I'm be sure like sure spies like us yeah. Oh, me? yeah god dude I, I get pitched the dumbest shit on yeah. the planet all the time right I, I would have to assume you know not really uh, to be honest with you not really like you know we get pitched a lot I get pitched a lot on different business ideas and a lot of guys have like their their ideas are great they have great ideas. They've never done anything. But it's the execution yeah. piece where they haven't thought anything about it. And, and I have to explain to them, like, okay, you're an ideation, which means you're just here. You've thought about a great idea. But you have to go through the planning process. Then you have to go through the execution piece. Like, you've got two big layers of this. Like, just having an idea, that's fucking awesome, man. Like, great. And that's a great idea. But they don't quite understand the amount of work that something is going to take uh and then you know i mean you're, you're like a ton of different things go into it where you're looking at it and you're like man that that's a great idea but have you looked to see if the intellectual property is actually available exists 90 percent of the time no or a guy will come up and be like hey man i got this great idea and you're like okay but that's uber dude yeah you, you know that's uber or, right there's a company or that they, does that. they they start the I have this app idea, all yeah. right, $100,000. And they're like, what? Starting price. Yeah. Do you have that? Well, yeah. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. And that's that's the funny thing is is it's not that they have bad ideas. They have they have really good ideas, but then they have unrealistic expectations as to how much money 
in how much time or technology that technology. doesn't even exist. Yeah. Like, you're like, wait, that no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be great if we were harnessing energy on, on Mars. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> man, I got a great idea. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we just had, if we could travel through wormholes Yeah. and then yeah. to another space and time dimension, I'd be like, yeah, that's a great idea. I think it's fantastic. We can't do that. Do you have the technology? <laughs> no. Do we have the technology? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just saying it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah. A it is. Yeah, it's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> the other thing that I'm surprised that people don't understand is how much money it takes just in marketing to get a product or a business going. That's the one thing that I always find when people talk to me about new ideas and business and stuff like that. I'm like, man, well, do you know how much it's gonna, it costs just to spend to get people interested in this or, or know about it, you know? Yeah. Well, one of my one of my favorite stories was, you know, the one of the first marketing companies that I hired with a different business and I, I took out like fifty thousand dollars and I shouldn't have and I hired a marketing company, like a professional marketing company. And uh four or five months later when I had nothing to show for it, what I realized and and I talked to Jared, I was talking to him back and forth, what I realized was Oh, you know what we should have done was taken out $50,000 in cash all in once, you know, put it in the back of a building, fucking put lighter fluid on it, lit it on fire, <laughs> and then posted the video. Filmed it. Yeah, filmed it, and then posted the video, and it would have got more views, and I would have driven more traffic than, you know, a, a multi-pronged approach, you know. Right, and, right. You know, marketing people are just... And and no offense to the marketing people out there, but you you know your fu- you know your industry, they are fucking snake oil salesmen. Yeah. They are fucking snake oil salesmen. They will tell you everything you want to hear. They're going to optimize this and tweak this and do this and do this and it's just, just wasted. It time. is. It, most of them have no fucking clue what they're doing. They might have been somewhat successful somewhere else. They stand up their own shop. And then they just go to convincing people they're going to make them money, and ultimately they they just have a high churn rate of working through people, and they're they're just bilking people out of their dollars. That's that's all yeah. they're doing. Yeah, and hoping and then hoping. Like the thing is, too, is is they're the fastest to take credit if something worked, like yeah. that probably wasn't even in their plan, but they'll no. they'll they'll take credit for it. Be like, oh well, that was because of us. Yeah, don't yeah, guys, look at that, we did it. You're like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest complaint I get all the time. And we've had a couple sponsors hit us up and they were like, hey, do you know so-and-so? Well, they said they want to market my company and pay for X or, or a PR firm. And I'm just like, yeah. man, uh, no. It is, that, that is a, a dark road and uh, people try to get as much as they can and they really don't know what the fuck they're doing and then they're out of there, you know? Yeah, they're just rotating chairs as fast as they can with their clients to get as much money out of them, and then ultimately. Yeah, and and in my world, mine it's is a, it's a yeah. Mine is obviously scripts, you know, scripts, TV, either TV or film, and it's like I always break it down to this: of like, just give me a one-liner on it, and if you can't give me a one-liner on your movie, or if it's too complicated, then the, then typically you've answered your own question. You know, right. for for example, with Range Fifteen, when I asked Jared, I was like, "What's the one-liner on this?" and he goes. Well, it's a bunch of veterans killing zombies. Boom. That's it. <laughs> it's yeah. sold. Like that. Sold. It's an easy one-liner. All right. I understand what this is. Um, but if you have to go into some fucking convoluted explanation of, of whatever the fuck it is you're trying to pitch, in either in movies and or business, chances are you're going to have a hard time getting 
America or anyone else behind you to understand what that idea or vision is as well. But a lot of people just, they don't even want to do the work. It's like I've had some dude, you know, was burning me down online about listening to his idea. And finally, like he kept wanting me to sign NDA paperwork and shit. I was like, dude, I, I don't have time to like download your form and send it like and i'm not i'm, I'm busy doing things and i finally was like I, you know i, I can't say what, what is it and he gives me the idea and i was like yeah cool i can sell those in our store right how many how many are you able to make a month he goes well i don't make them yeah and i'm like oh is anything done with this at all well no i just had the idea and then literally was like i just wanted you to buy the idea from me ah there it is yeah and then i I Google it and I send him a list of 12 other places that's doing the exact same thing. I'm like, well, this already exists and these I can buy right now. So I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then and then this. and then the guy goes out on social media and mud sucks. They're dicks. What a fucking dick. Like, what a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my God. I can't believe this guy told me that my told me that my idea was stupid. No, we didn't tell you that. We said there's. 12 other companies making your idea but even then we're not gonna buy it you got past that first step i go yeah great i want to buy it right now how many can i get yeah well i don't i don't even know where to start with this okay well then this isn't and that's how they frame it i have a business opportunity for you yeah and i hate hearing that that's a business opportunity for you that is the uh, that is the most received DM I've I have. <laughs> that is the most received DM. <laughs> I have I have an opportunity for you, yes. Mr. Yeah. Hafer, that you will not want to pass up. Once you hear it, and then I'll I'll uh, you know I respond. I respond to pretty much everybody. I want to say you get much two everybody. lines. <laughs> and it's like okay, man. Like you know exactly the same thing you just said. Give me the give me the fucking give me the give me the elevator, dude. Let me let me hear it. And uh, oh, I want to get you on the phone. Like, it's not an option. I'm not giving you my personal phone number. You know, nope, not an option. You got to give it to me, bro. I'll give you my email address, right? You can fucking email <laughs> me. But then, then they go into it, and it's like they write you something, and they've got 40 spelling errors. Like, they, you can't even make sense of it. It looks like they're, they're typing it By the way, in their we fucking need to, truck going like We need like to have 90. an intervention with Baker because he uses the letter R and the letter U. When he's texting, oh. that's a oh. that's yeah. a no go. That's a no no in my book. That's a simple block on that. After that, uh, are you okay? But yeah, yeah, the business. I have an opportunity for you, or I get. Can I invest in Black Rifle? I get those. Uh, uh, I get those, and it's like no. <laughs> <laughs> or I have a buddy that wants to invest in Black Rifle. I have no. a really, I have a really rich friend, <laughs> and he wants to. And you're like, come on, man, like. This isn't the this isn't the forum for this dog. I'm not gonna be like fuck yeah. Just but but also you got to look at our full scope of things. Aside from Black Rifle, we have Drinking Bros. We have the podcast. We have the group. We have a group of a hundred thousand people with seventeen admins. That takes up probably fifteen percent of my day just assessing what the hell went on the last twenty four. Right and. Is everything okay right, right now? From there, you've got Art 15, Lead Slingers. If I have free time, I want to work on Lead Slingers. Like, 
if I have any sort of time of, 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 of to do something cool, it's like, okay, well, I want to build something, you know, a swipe up for Art 15 or an animation for Lead Slingers or I want to take some photos with Lead Slingers or find out something, you know, that Lead Slingers is doing. So it's like every time these people are like, well, I want to get you involved in this. It's like, I don't want to. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I yeah. have my I have my my star that <laughs> that at every point is something that I can put effort and time into that is mine. And I'm going to be selfish. I want to work on my shit, not yours. Yeah, but you should be selfish, right? <laughs> Between all your businesses that you started that were your ideas in Bangin' Swampy, your <laughs> your plate is full, dog. <laughs> because there, well, there's always something to do. There's never not something to do. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. make something up to do. Yeah, like, I mean, a you, couple weeks ago, Dave and I got out the photo equipment and started taking pictures of the Lead Slingers bottles to make some banners and shit. So there's always something to do. Yeah, pull out a car waxer and shine them titties. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. dude. Yep. I know. I, I can't wait you. to film that. I video. got you. Can't wait. Because yeah. the answer is the, a better. The answer better, is always going to be if there's spare time, you're probably going to be fucking Heather. Like, let's be real about this. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah, but let's you, be real about that too. My heart can only handle two to three minutes, so that doesn't last that long. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is realistic yeah so i mean yeah. that's over and done with we still have a whole hour like she's a lucky lady <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> lucky lady <laughs> your heart can last two or three minutes her her disappointment can last a lifetime yeah <laughs> her sexual dissatisfaction will never never go out of style <laughs> Um, the, hey, the other thing we I want to make, we should make a commercial just for Jared where it's like, <laughs> hi, I'm Jared. I like vodka. I like hot dogs. I like pizza. I am a sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex for 1.4 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have inordinately large titties? A dry sense of humor? <laughs> Too much mascara, you're my gal. <laughs> <laughs> you Will you let me put a fucking car waxer on them titties? <laughs> Bingo! Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll have 46,000 likes in, in under a half hour. God, you should do that. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared, I, I wanted to ask you about your friend really quick, too, from Nitro Circus. Is he okay? Uh, he's doing better. He, doing I saw better. that crash Ross, footage. That was fucking gnarly. Ross is talking about Phil Smagical Smage. Uh, is that his real name? It was Phil Smage. Oh. His nickname is Smagical. Oh. Uh, one of the one of the top trials bikes guys in the in the country world. You know, did he, have did you ever he, seen? Was he paralyzed? Uh, no, he's not oh, paralyzed. Okay. But uh, he damaged his C four five six vertebrae. They had to fuse him. Uh, broke both his arms, both his wrists, multiple ribs, uh, and both collarbones. Shit. So bad shape. That's um, rough. And the Drinking Bros group raised $19,600 for him in 48 hours. Wow. Holy shit. That's amazing. Um, which helps because his wife was partially paralyzed in a motorcycle accident. Really? She was a freestyle girl. Like she did a backflip and. She can bear. She has to walk with two canes. So like, he took care of her. So this is really kind of putting a a huge damper on those two because I mean he's going to be in the hospital for the next six weeks. Wow. 
Um, so yeah, that 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 money is helping them because their whole source of income is Phil competing as a right. trials bike guy. Um, so a nonprofit by the name of Road to Recovery has taken over since then. Uh, it's Road to Recover or Road Number Two Recovery dot com. Uh, we've transferred the money from the GoFundMe that Drinking Bros created over there, and uh, we're going to be putting some auction items in there. Lead Slingers is doing a five custom Nitro Circus uh, Lead Slingers bottles that'll be in there for auction, and we'll send some Range 15 props and posters and shit like that. So cool. you can go over to their store and, and bid on them, and all the money goes to Phil and his wife, Sarah. That's fucking rad. I uh, I also saw something cool on, on Black Rifle's site. Who's doing those thin blue line coffee bags? Is that you guys? Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've got a, a whole thin blue line series, so we've got coffee bags and uh, hats, a bunch of, bunch of stuff. It all goes back to law enforcement nonprofits. So we're, we're teeing some stuff up down here in Texas with the, uh, the Rangers, the Texas Rangers. Texas uh, Rangers. Uh, the we, actual Texas Rangers working. or the baseball team? No, the actual Texas Rangers. Okay. So the guys that actually go out and put their lives on the line for Texas. Uh, we've got stuff going with the Fraternal Order of Police, which we've been working with for two years. And then we also work directly with departments. So we've been able to... We had a Black Rifle Coffee and Noveski Rifles did a JV rifle this year. We've actually been able to donate a lot of rifles to auctions for um, departments to auction off and raise money for officers that have been injured in the line of duty. We auctioned off two rifles at the uh, Green for the Green Beret Foundation a few weeks ago down at Fort Bragg. And uh, we've got a lot more going out. So we've got some going up uh, in the Austin area. We've got some here in San Antonio. So we're kind of, we're, we're trying to put our rifles to good use. Um, those rifles so we, are awesome. Who, who makes those, by the way? Is that you guys? That's Noveski. So we did a deal with uh, Noveski Rifle Works, uh, Mike Alan, and he's the president over there. We worked on that for almost, gosh, almost a year, I would say, before we got that up and running. And uh, what we wanted to do is we had him, we had him for sale for like 24 hours, uh, and then we we took the ones that that we that we had made and were pre-purchased. And literally, we're just donating them to uh, law enforcement, and then we're turning those back into the company too. So we're we're any employee of Black Rifle Coffee that's been here for over a year is going to get a um, a Black Rifle Coffee slash Noveski rifle, and then Matt and I are going to spend a day uh, with them on the range. So we're going to basically teach them a rifle pistol uh, course. And then they have to pass the qual to actually get the rifle. So we're probably the only coffee company that would ever even think about doing something like that. But uh, we're doing it. That's the way we roll. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. When we were at that charity event, um, you know, all, all of us were there. And th- there was, a like, fuck, a bunch of people who were there were just like, man, it's awesome meeting you guys. But when is that rifle going to be raffled off? Because I, I really want the, the goddamn rifle. And I was like shit um there was a bunch of people who were super amped yeah. about it and i got to see it and it was gorgeous and uh, i didn't know if that was you guys or somebody else making it but uh yeah it was it was fucking awesome i was trying to find a, a email i wanted to share with you yeah we um, can't find it we spent a lot of time on that noveski is is i think they're they're one of the premier rifle manufacturers in the united states 
They've got great design capability. I'm, and this isn't a stump for them. I, I literally just like their brand. I like Mike. He was he is the president of Mike Vesky. is awesome. It's awesome. Uh, super easy to work with. I mean, we we sat down in the in the Black Rifle boardroom, drew something up on the chalkboard, and just like all good ideas. And uh, a few months later, we had prototypes, and we talked about trigger and furniture and a bunch of other stuff, and. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a super fucking really cool project. Uh, you know, we've all got them, obviously. I think I have zero one. That's my serial number. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, the BRCC, uh, uh, forget exactly the serial number on them, but they're, they're fucking great rifles. Uh, we spent a lot of time and energy on them. So and then it came with like a coffee grinder, some coffee, a limited coin. So we did coins with them that are co-branded Noveski and Black Rifle. Um, but yeah, if uh, if you missed it, you missed it. It's gone. Gone. They're yeah. gone, right? Yeah, you can't get them anymore. Gone. Never, never to come back. Yeah, you can't. You can't get them. Can't. Uh, they're not coming back. The only people that will have them are people that work for Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, damn. Beautiful. I uh, yeah, Beautiful. I'm gonna pick up some of those thin blue line bags of uh, a coffee. I I just moved, and my neighbor across the street is actually the sheriff. Uh, for, oh, nice for the city. So I'm super amped about that. Um. I, I'm, just leave him on his porch. Yeah. Yeah. So if he if he can smell reefer coming out of your house, is he going to knock on your door? Yeah. Well, we we do we do live in North Carolina. It is it is right. still currently illegal here, but right. uh, now they they seem they seem cool. Plus, I'm on the edible tip. Like I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not burning down the uh, the tree anymore, which nobody is. Everybody's using vape pens or edibles these days. Weed is kind of. Uh, an anomaly like they're it's on the back burner these days they're pretty much extracting it just for for thc for for edibles and everything else i rarely see people smoking weed in public anymore um when i go to la or or, you know even in vegas but uh uh, i see a lot of vape pens out there a lot of vape pens yeah i you know the the you know what i tried using the other night was uh the cbd oil to uh go to sleep so i tried that the other night and it was pretty interesting because I've read a ton of stuff on it. I've heard a bunch of guys talking about it. It really helps with sleep. Uh, it did. It helped me sleep. Uh, but it also made me kind of groggy the next day. Uh, uh, yeah. Like a, it was, like a little hazy hangover. Yeah, uh, because it's not supposed to get you high, right? That's it's why legal. I don't. Yeah. So. I, I, I was using Benadryl to sleep. But, it, again, it, it kind of fucks the first half of your day up. It really does. I I. I think that there, it probably has to be refined a little bit more, and/or I'm just gonna have to find the right, you know, the right manufacturer. But yeah, I was, I, was, I felt like I kind of felt like shit for the first half of the next day, and I, you know, I went through like two or three nights with it, and I was like, yeah, same thing every day, and I was like, ah, I'm not gonna do that. Just gives you a little bit of a slight haze, so you're not as sharp. You're, you know, you're not as sharp in conversation. There's a lot of things there where I was like. Shit, I might as well have just get gotten high because, I mean, this stuff's basically giving me a a, a weed hangover anyway. Right. And, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I tried it. This didn't work for me. I think that it works for a lot of people though. So, you know, do your research and find a good manufacturer and see if it works for you if you're having sleep problems. But the best thing I've found is just fucking really grueling, nasty, hard workouts really early in the fucking morning. And then long days, like 
by the time <laughs> by the time <laughs> by the time I go to you know that that just seems to be the best thing for sleep. Get up early, work out really fucking hard, <laughs> work all day, work all day, and go to bed late. I seem to be a lot tired when that happens. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so there's this there's this sheriff in Florida, and I'm sure you've seen the first video that he put out uh, about a year ago. He lined up his SWAT team with all of their SWAT cars and stuff like that, and he started talking about if you're if you're a bad guy oh, in yeah. my county. Yeah. So his name's Sheriff Daniel. So I'm yeah. I'm getting in touch with him. Nice. Like because he just did a video two weeks ago where they had raided this person's house in the morning that had like ten of their HVTs that they wanted that were traveling all kinds of bad rap sheets, but they had them all flex cuffed and he's, he's in, it's early in the morning and the whole SWAT team's out there and everybody's, you know, arresting all these people. And he's, he's on the video just going, I'm Sheriff Daniels. And if you're a bad dude, we're going to come and beat your door in, throw a flashbang in there. And we're going to pick you out of your beds and take you to jail. And he's like, all before my morning coffee. (laughs) That's awesome. No, we need to adopt (laughs) the Clay County Sheriff's Sheriff's Department. We need to give him a free one-year subscription to the coffee club and say, you're our... You're our our place. Can you sponsor SWAT teams? (laughs) Oh, my God. I fucking love that. That's the only people I would sponsor. This raid is sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. They're dropping leaflets. (laughs) Hey, sorry. This knock was uh, sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, hey, you you laugh. Can we start sending them uniforms that have branded? It's almost like NASCAR drivers. We start branding SWAT teams. I would fucking love that. Hey, we should just start it. Dude, it it would be awesome. By the way, they're doing that in the NBA. So they're, they're putting logos on the front of their jerseys like for GE. And you're like, wait, what? Um, you got to do something. Nobody's tuning in to watch that shit. Yeah. So if you guys sponsored SWAT team, oh my god, that would be so epic, dude. Brought to you by we, yeah, Black Rifle be, Coffee. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna become I, a sponsor. I of the would Clay love sheriff's office. <laughs> I would love to be able to sponsor JSOC. <laughs> this task force brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. Before every mission, they every, gotta drink Black Rifle they Coffee. They have to say that too in the mission. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then for every fucking bad dude killed, something like it's a it's like There's a, a running tally. Structure. There's a bonus. Like we just killed six ISIS for Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. Co- Black Rifle Coffee Company sponsors the uh, killing of ISIS. That'd be fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We sponsor yeah. arresting bad dudes and killing terrorists. <laughs> that's the, that's the commercial. Let's just make the commercial where it's like a lot of a lot of brands these days like to market on things like race cars, jerseys. Black Rifle Coffee chooses to <laughs> to sponsor raids yeah. and SWAT teams <laughs> and and J Dams. <laughs> <laughs> that you commercial a, would be amazing. You get like, a camera on a bomb like, yeah. with the sticker right up front. Oh, uh, <laughs> that'd be great. Do it for us, God. <laughs> yeah, somebody would definitely do that for us. Anybody listening, oh, we, go ahead and do it. We have a portfolio of guys like bomb techs putting coffee stickers <laughs> yeah. on on all kinds of ordinance. It's fucking yeah. fa- it's fantastic, man. But we just need to make that commercial. How this is what we yeah. support because you know the left will go nuts with oh that. Oh my god! They're 
They like to kill. Yeah. Terrorists. Yeah. Terrorists. Yeah. They're the invasion man. of Syria is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, can we sponsor major military operations? <laughs> Let's just write an email to the DOD just so we can have that email. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, just we're requesting to sponsor, to sponsor the war. next major campaign. Yeah. Who, who can we write that to? The Secretary of Defense? Uh, Mattis? You could write. Yeah. You, you could write it to Mattis. Just an open letter. Uh, just send it yeah, in. An open say, letter hey, to Mattis. That's it. And we post that on the Facebook We're page. Open letter to Secretary Mattis. We would like to sponsor major military campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> you, is, there, is there a way the American service members can wear black rifle coffee patches and <laughs> while they dispatch life? That'd be <laughs> <laughs> We're making this. Oh God, that would be great. This is the next. This is the yeah. next meme. Yeah, like this is <laughs> so good. We we just mailed out a hundred one twenty millimeter mortars into the town of Raqqa. Brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. <laughs> you have the war correspondent, uh, Jenny here. Uh, just letting you know behind me the air campaign going on. Brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah. Just explosions and Tomahawk oh, okay. missiles. It appears that ISIS. <laughs> Headquarters has been taken. The ISIS flag is being taken up. Oh, they're putting up a new flag. Okay, let me read it. That black rifle coffee? coffee? Interesting. Huh. Wow. I wouldn't have thought of that. It appears a coffee company has taken over the headquarters of ISIS. Look at that. Oh, my God. God, that uh, dreams dreams might come true. I I had an idea a few years ago, Ross, where I, what I wanted to do was sponsor the, a coup. So what I really want to do is like go into Kenya or someplace like that and say that I wanted to buy coffee and then bring all the the guys from Black Rifle Coffee because ultimately the, most of the people from Black Rifle Coffee you could you could move them from being in coffee straight into like kinetic operations super fast. So we bring in basically the entire company and we get, we get uh, the Ethiopian government to carve out a portion of their border to black rifle coffee with maybe like a company of guys. So I could invade Somalia and this was a no shit. This was a no shit conversation that I was having with with an official from Ethiopia and he was like I I actually don't see much wrong with this. I like this idea. <laughs> and I was like don't bullshit me dude because I really I want do this. It. This like, is I my Christmas this. list. I want I want to be on the, like you know some guys have their dreams, right? My dream is to make enough money that I can have my own private army and invade small countries. Santa came early <laughs> right? and he brought us a war. Well, not only that, but, but in re- in, instead of chewing on cot, they could you, you you they would have coffee all day long. You know, like you'd be good. You'd be good to go on that. Uh, well, I think I could stabilize the horn. That's not me being an asshole. I think I could stabilize the entire horn of Africa. We could turn Somalia into a, a, a coffee exporting country. You know, yeah. turn the government yeah. over into a legitimate government. Uh, you know, and then we could just rename it. You know, yeah. Black Rifle Coffee Country. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think that's fine. So it'd still be BRCC when you look at Could it on the map. Could you imagine the map? Yeah. <laughs> it's got uh, a logo the, the, on the Republic the of, of the BRCC. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go into the UN. 
I don't know what all you fucking stiffs are talking about, man. Like, hey, we're doing fine. We're doing fine. <laughs> Selling a lot of coffee, invading we're, a lot of countries. We're building up our military. Yeah. <laughs> we just bought our first destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you have this guy who's running our nuclear program. Oh, yeah. God, get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, well, dreams, when, well, dreams might come true, Ross. They might, you know. I hope. I hope. Uh, with that, we're gonna get to the drinking bro of the week, shall we? Uh, yeah. The drinking bro of the week was submitted by Sam. Oh boy, that's a tough last name. Gawaluck. That's G A W A L U C K. I'm hope I'm pronouncing that right, Sam. I'm sorry if I'm not. Uh, he said, "I'd like to nominate Jason Seaman, a teacher at Noblesville West Middle School, for Drinking Bro of the Week on Friday, the 25th. There was a school shooting in my hometown of Noblesville, Indiana. What is known so far is that a student was excused to go to the restroom and returned to class with two handguns and shot another student, Ella Whistler. Jason quickly reacted and tackled the shooter and disarmed the shooter before anyone else was injured or killed. During the incident, Jason was shot three times himself." Shortly after the school resource officer arrived and provided aid to the injured student, both Ella and Jason are recovering from the shooting. Due to Jason's quick reaction, it is unknown how many other people he possibly saved on Friday. Uh, this is a this is a quote from Jason on this too. My actions on that day, in my mind, were the only acceptable actions I could have done. I deeply care for my students and their well-being, so that is why I did what I did. Uh, that's that's a quote from Jason Seaman. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate that. I remember reading that story, and uh, I didn't know who the gentleman was. It's a big dude, too. Did yeah. you see the picture, Jason? Yeah, he's like, a big guy. He's an intimidating dude. Yeah. I. You know what? I, I, I didn't know who that was, and people like that, their, their name isn't necessarily mentioned as much as it should allowed. And uh, I'm glad you submitted that, Sam, so we could we could bring some attention Thank to you. Jason Cheers, Seaman. Jason. Cheers, Cheers, Jason. Cheers. Um, this was uh, this was a fun episode on a Saturday afternoon, man. Um, I appreciate it, and Evan, I hope you get to live your dreams someday. So do I. I do too. <laughs> For Evan Hayford, Jared Taylor, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone.